Every once in a while, a fight on the undercard of an event will be so incredible that when it's finished, you think, how can I possibly be excited for anything else on this card? All of my senses have been numbed. It's why the Joker told the Batman you never start with the head because they can't feel the next... Today we're going to be taking a look at 10 such fights. These bouts were not the pay-per-view headliners, but without question, they were all anyone could talk about after the event was finished. These 10 fights were so outstanding, so unbelievable, so incredible, that the two marquee names at the top of the bill had no chance to shine after they took place. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, and these are 10 UFC fights that completely stole a pay-per-view main event's thunder. Number 10. Brian Ortega vs. Frankie Edgar, UFC 222 by the time Chris Cyborg had defeated Holly Holm at UFC 219, it felt like maybe that was it for the featherweight division. Where could it possibly go from here? At the time, nobody anticipated that Amanda Nunes would bump up in weight, or that Cyborg would ever lose anyway. A short-notice fight with the debuting Yana Kunitskaya was the headliner for UFC 222 by default. The UFC had run out of time, and all the other fights they actually wanted to headline the show had fallen apart. As was expected, the champion made quick work of her relatively unknown challenger, so of course this night was a chance for someone to steal the show, and that thief was Brian Ortega. T-City was taking on Frankie Edgar, who was meant to fight Max Holloway for the 145-pound strap on this very card. But when Blessed pulled out, Frankie stayed on to test himself against the up-and-coming Ortega. Big mistake. Brian looked calm and cool as the first round played out and the two tried to get into their rhythm. Then late, Edgar got stunned and Ortega just laid it on him, knocking out the former champion. Nobody knocks out Frankie Edgar, but that's exactly what T-City did. With the incredible win, Ortega stole Frankie's title shot and he stole the show. Number 9. Chuck Liddell vs. Shogun Hua, UFC 97 when you look at all of Anderson Silva's middleweight title challengers, one just doesn't match up with the others, and that is Talis Latis. With all due respect to the third-degree black belt, he's a perfectly capable fighter, but he came into the title fight at UFC 97, having only defeated Nate Marquardt because of a point deduction, followed by a first-round finish of Drew McFedries, who had lost three of his last five, not exactly storming the gates. This fight was a bore, one of the least exciting of Silva's career. The spider played it safe from start to finish, causing booing throughout and chance of bullshit and GS. <laughs> the more memorable moment that night, the fight that stole the main event's thunder, was Shogun Hua versus Chuck Liddell. Two legends in desperate need of a big win. Chuck was coming off his KO loss to Rashad Evans at UFC 88, and Hua's UFC tenure had been a bit of a disaster at this point. He lost to Forrest Griffin in his debut, more on that later, and then barely scraped by Mark Coleman, who was 44 years old at the time. A big win could turn around either man's career, so the stakes were high. The fight was an exciting back and forth throughout the first round, and ended with a TKO finish from Hua that came out of seemingly nowhere. Not that much needed to happen to steal the lackluster main event's thunder, but Liddell Hua certainly delivered. Number 8. Junior Dos Santos vs. Mark Hunt, UFC 160 when somebody says Bigfoot Silva versus Cain Velasquez, there's a very good chance that the images that come to mind are of a blood-soaked cage that looks like something out of a Hellraiser movie. Bam! Blood everywhere! That was their first fight at UFC 146. You probably forgot all about their rematch at UFC 160, even though the heavyweight title was on the line this time, and I don't blame you. It lasted a minute 21, Bigfoot got in no offense, and Cain scored a relatively safe TKO to finish out the main event. As John Connor once said to that kid from Salute Your Shorts, Easy money. With such a forgettable fight, 160 was primed to have a bout steal the main event's thunder, and wow did it in the same division no less. Junior Dos Santos and Mark Hunt had an absolute war in the co-main event. JDS hit Hunt with a shot in the first round that sounded like a bomb went off. How he recovered from it, I still don't understand. 
Eh, he's got a big head. Hunt rocked the former champion in the second. It was do or die for the Super Samoan in the third, but JDS finished things off with a spinning hook kick, delivering a rare KO loss for Hunto. Fans were excited about the heavyweight division after UFC 160, but it wasn't because of the main event. Number 7. Tito Ortiz vs. Forrest Griffin, UFC 59 after the massive success of The Ultimate Fighter Season 1, Forrest Griffin was a fan favorite in the making. Everyone had fallen in love with him seemingly overnight, and while he would score back-to-back first-round wins following his debut with the promotion, it wasn't believed that Griffin would be able to hang with the top guys at 205 pounds. The former champion Tito Ortiz was seen as a massive step up in competition, and one Forrest wouldn't likely be able to handle. Tough was a fun story, but reality was about to set in. Their fight at UFC 59 wasn't even the co-main event, it was the feature bout. Griffin Ortiz would be followed by Sean Shirk versus Nick Diaz, and the much-anticipated rematch for the heavyweight title between Tim Sylvia and Andre Arlovsky. A single-round bout that would have a wild finish, with Sylvia getting dropped and then seconds later TKOing the champion. Even with such a spectacular end to the show, nobody was prepared for Forrest versus Tito. Early on, the fight went as expected with Ortiz dominating on the ground, but Griffin would surge back through close second and third rounds in a display that would receive Fight of the Year honors. Forrest had officially arrived as a serious contender. The crowd was losing their minds after the final horn and booing wildly when the split decision was announced for Ortiz. The main event may have had higher stakes, but a star was born on the undercard. Number 6. Frank Mir vs. Brock Lesnar, UFC 81 the majority of the great moments in the legendary career of Minotaro Noguera played out during his time in Japan, but one major accomplishment he added to his incredible resume during his UFC tenure was an interim heavyweight title victory over former champion Tim Sylvia at UFC 81. The bout was fantastic. Fight of the night, in fact, with Big Nog scoring a come-from-behind win in the third with a guillotine choke after being dropped and hurt badly earlier in the fight. What a moment for the pride legend. A moment that was completely overshadowed by Brock fucking Lesnar. Oh, those heavyweight guys in the main event are fighting for the interim title and one of them's a legend and the other's a two-time former champion? Who cares? Biggest pro wrestling star in the world, Brock Lesnar, stopped doing F5s for 10 seconds to step into the octagon and destroy everything with his giant sword tattoo and inhuman levels of testosterone. Brock's debut had already stolen the show before it even happened, but absolutely pummeling former champion Frank Mir before getting caught in a surprise knee bar to lose just 90 seconds into his fight was collectively too much for the entire world to handle. It was the biggest news in the sport by a huge margin and Lesnar's mainstream notoriety meant this fight was getting picked up by major outlets as well. Poor Big Nog never stood a chance. Number 5. Conor McGregor vs. Dustin Poirier, UFC 178 the UFC traditionally markets their events with one big fight and a second nearly as important bout. UFC 178 had a different kind of marketing, and I think it's because the UFC felt it didn't have much of a show. You can see from the poster, the top three bouts on the card received equal space. The UFC was hoping some part of the show would make you happy, and the event delivered. Eddie Alvarez made his much-anticipated UFC debut against Donald Cerrone. Kat Zingano, in hindsight, got the win of her career, a TKO over Amanda Nunes. Yoel Romero and Tim Kennedy had an absolute battle, and of course Demetrius Johnson defended his flyweight title for the fifth time. But the star of the show, the guy who took the air out of the arena, who was the number one discussion in the sport that Sunday, was of course the notorious one, Conor McGregor, in his TKO win over Dustin Poirier. Conor had just headlined the Dublin card, it was clear he was a star, but he needed a bump up in competition, and the diamond was it. If you weren't a believer in McGregor yet, he silenced a lot of voices with his devastating finish of Poirier, even if some detractors felt it was because of blows to the back of the head. From there, McGregor was on to Dennis Seaver, and the title picture. Despite a great night, he absolutely stole the show at UFC 178. Number 4. Forrest Griffin vs. Shogun Hua, UFC 76 
We discussed Force Griffin's arrival party as a main event talent when he narrowly lost to Tito Ortiz at UFC 59, but his fight with Shogun Hua at UFC 76 was a completely different beast. Griffin was now facing the man considered the best light heavyweight in the world. Truthfully, Shogun should have been competing for the 205 pound title in his UFC debut after leaving Pride a perfect 12 0 in the division, having won the 2005 GP. But the UFC went with Griffin as a debut, about Hua could easily win against a named star to set him up for his title run. That pesky Forrest, though, the ultimate underdog, he completely outworked Shogun regardless of position, and by round three had completely tired out the Pride legend for stunningly taking his back and sinking in a rear naked choke. Oh my god, did Forrest Griffin just beat the best light heavyweight in the world? You can see why such a monumental moment would have overshadowed Keith Jardine versus Chuck Liddell's main event, a fight that was already a disappointment as it was meant to be Chuck versus Vanderlei Silva. While Liddell's decline would certainly be a narrative after the pay-per-view, as he was not expected to lose that split decision to Keith Jardine, it was completely overshadowed by one of the biggest upsets the sport had ever seen to that point. Griffin would compete for and win the light heavyweight title in his very next bout. Number 3. BJ Penn vs. Matt Hughes, UFC 46 the 40-year-old Randy Couture shocked the world by defeating Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz back-to-back -to, -back to become the unified champion at 205 pounds. UFC 46 would be headlined by his first title defense against a prime and terrifying Vitor Belfort. His neck is so thick. A freak cut to the eye in the first minute, however, would end the fight before it really got started. And while such a disappointing end to a pay-per-view is memorable, the talk of the MMA town after UFC 46 was far more focused on what happened in the co-main event. Matt Hughes had broken the record for most consecutive welterweight title defenses with five, going into his UFC 46 bout with BJ Penn, who was just making his debut in the division. Penn had come up short of the lightweight title twice, once in a loss to Jens Pulver at UFC 35, and the second time when he drew with Cal Uno at UFC 41 for the vacant strap. Penn was undersized, Hughes was welterweight's final boss, it really didn't look like BJ stood a chance. But then the fight happened. Turns out Baby J's got some ground skills that the champion underestimated. With less than a minute in the first round, Penn had Hughes' back and would sink in a rear naked choke for the massive upset win. Even if Vitor vs. Randy didn't end in a dud, it would have been hard to top that co-main event. Number 2. Zhang Weili vs. Yoana Yanjacek, UFC 248 this card was so strong at the top that even after Zhang Weili and Yoana Janjacek put on an all-time classic, everyone was still absolutely excited for the main event between Israel Adesanya and Yoel Romero. There was no adrenaline dump. It wasn't how am I going to get up for this next fight, it was how am I going to survive another bout as amazing as the one I just watched. Luckily for everyone, we didn't have to worry about mass heart attacks from all the excitement because Adesanya versus Romero completely shit the bed. In contrast, Weili versus Janjacek is the greatest women's fight of all time. It's it's one of the greatest fights in MMA history, period. An absolute war back and forth from start to finish, insane pacing, unbelievable output. It was a masterpiece of violence with gold on the line. Izzy versus Yoel was one of the worst title fights in UFC history. It was almost impossible to score because nothing happened. The contrast between the two fights that night is so strong, they are diametric opposites. Sure, the main event will be recalled from time to time for how bad it was, but Zhang versus Yoana will be remembered forever. Number 1. Anderson Silva vs. Forrest Griffin, UFC 101 when you think of UFC 101, there's only one fight that comes to mind, and that is Anderson Silva taking on Forrest Griffin. Even though it served as the card's co-main event because it was a non-title bout, the greatest middleweight champion of all time, bumping up to light heavyweight to take on one of the most popular fighters ever, a guy who fans knew could get a fight out of the spider, they'd stolen the show for BJ Penn's title defense against Kenny Florian before the card even started. Silva was coming off back-to-back -back lackluster title defenses over Patrick Cote and Talis Latis. Fans were getting sick of his suddenly safe style, and Blood and Guts Griffin 
Griffin was going to be the man to bring it to him. If Anderson was going to fight safe, he was in for a long night. What occurred in this 3 minute and 23 second bout, I don't think anyone could have possibly imagined. Silva was in a completely different plane of existence. He had broken free from the Matrix and was seeing everything in code. Fans were stunned as Griffin charged forward relentlessly and hit nothing but air while the middleweight champion was tagging him with the most efficient of strikes. One of the toughest and most durable fighters in the UFC was forced to tap to strikes in the very first round. It was something we had never seen before, and when people talk about the unbelievable abilities of Anderson Silva, this fight is cited number one almost every time. His performance was so good, they gave him knockout of the night, and for some reason, fight of the night, even though it wasn't a back and forth. BJ Penn, of course, showed why he's an all-time great, and his submission went over Kenny Florian in the main event, but nobody had ever seen what Anderson Silva did to Forrest Griffin in their entire lives. Huge shout out to Max Randall for editing this video together. Follow him on Twitter at Max underscore Randall. A big, big thank you to Ben Rosette, who provided that sweet tune you heard in the intro. Check out his music by clicking the link in the description and go give him a follow on his Instagram and Twitter page at Ben Rosette. Thanks for watching. Please give us a like and subscribe. We've got three new videos or more for you every single week. Let us know what you thought of the video in the comments below. Follow On Point MMA on Twitter and have yourself a wonderful day.